Hello, friends. Welcome to this episode. Gosh, I have got a great story, such an uplifting story for you today. And I'm chatting with my friend, Brittany Rattel, who is an attorney for small businesses and creatives. And I absolutely enjoy chatting with her. We have such a fun, witty back and forth. She's just absolutely delightful to hang out with. And I really think you're going to love the story of Mildred Brown. So let's dive in. I'm Sharon McMahon, and welcome to the Sharon Says So podcast. Yay! Brittany, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much, Sharon, for having me. This is just such a treat. Tell everybody what you do, because you are fantastic. So I'm an attorney. So I mean, what an opener, right? An attorney and a government teacher (laughs) get on a podcast. Yes. What could be more exciting? It's all the great jokes. Everyone knows. Um, No, I am an attorney, but I call myself, I'm I'm a cool attorney. I kind of specialize in helping creatives, creators, online business owners, basically really cool humans on the internet, um, doing awesome things, building awesome businesses. So that's what Mm. I do is I help them be more confident business owners and get legally legit. Mm, I love that. What made you decide this is the type of law I want to practice and not like big law, criminal prosecution, you know, all the other options. What about this particular, like, I want to work with small business owners, particularly creatives who run digital businesses. Like that is a niche specialization. How did it's you land niche. on that? It really became at a necessity. I uh, was lucky to be in a community. I was living in uh, Utah. I'd been practicing some other areas. You know, I learned a lot of things. I wasn't finding a lot of personal fulfillment in it. And I had people, friends of mine who were growing businesses, who were bloggers, turned into content creators, turned into influencers. Influencers, Etsy shop owners turned into a physical product and they needed help. And we're like, dude, I went to my dad's attorney and like, he didn't know anything about the Instagram. He, Mm -hmm. you know, talked down to me. I felt, you know, I I felt embarrassed um, and didn't feel heard and seen and not understood in terms of the help I need for the next steps I want to do in my business. And so it really just grew out of necessity. And now I think I've got the greatest gig in the world because Mm. almost all my clients are women. Like I like guys too, but that just happens to be the nature of who I'm working with. And, uh, yeah, I get to see the behind the scenes of lots of amazing businesses. Mm. And you really do get to work with all the cool people, right? Like if you're doing criminal prosecutions, which is an important job, um, that's not the cool people. Those no, are not, I mean, those you are, get, you get good stories. So I'll that's tell right, you that. That's right. I mean, like, that's the person you want to be at the mixer be like, so tell me it's those and ER doctors. They have the best stories. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> for, for sure. But, um, but it's true. And it's a, it's like a happy kind of law. Like no yeah. one is super excited about legal stuff, but you know what they're excited about? Like making money and helping more people and like moving the ball forward. And so legal helps support that. Yes, I get that. Like a lot of times lawyers are interacting with people on some of the worst days of their life or the worst times of their life, divorce, et cetera. This is uh, a happy, (laughs) like you're starting a business. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, or scenario. now you hired your first person or you got your first big contract and like, Ooh, I should probably have someone look at this. Like it's happy new level, new devil. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, I think I have a story that you're going to like today. I wanted to share it with you. I was like, okay, I got to make sure that the story is rich enough, layered enough, deep enough, interesting enough so that it will hold Brittany, the lawyer's attention. 
<laughs> I'm so excited to hear what it is. So we're going to talk about Nebraska today, which is, you know, number one sexy in the dictionary there. I don't know if you know, Nebraska. there's a giant landscape picture of Nebraska. Yeah. That's right. Everybody is like, whoa, I cannot wait to get to Nebraska. Omaha down, is you know? where it is. Calm down. Pump the brakes. That's right. But I do want to talk about somebody who I just, I really resonated with. And I think you're really going to love her. I think you're going to fall in love with this woman named Mildred Brown. And so I love her name already. Mildred. (laughs) I mean, what a classic you know, so classy. It reminds me, I have a great grandmother who was Melva. And I'm like, I don't know if Melva's going to be seen a resurgence, but like, that's a great name. Mildred. Yes. Yes. And she was known for wearing very stylish hats. And she also always wore a large white carnation corsage. That was her signature gym. piece. Yeah. That was her yep. look. Like you have the bright lipstick. She has the white carnation corsage, like four or five carnations. Women don't wear corsages anymore, except at weddings. Like we need to right. bring this back. I'd maybe think it's an underlooked accessory market. Somebody get on it, you know, start <laughs> take our business advice. Take and it, start get, get the teenagers to wear it on, you know, on the TikTok, <laughs> and then it'll just go from there. Yeah. It's just so, so classy. You know what I mean? It's so elegant, so classy. That this is neither here nor there. I just found that very adorable about her that she always took such careful time with her appearance, regardless. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 
let's get to what the story is really about, which is not her appearance. She was born at the turn of the century, like 1913 in Alabama. And her family was well-known. Her father was a minister. Her mother was a school teacher. And they really encouraged her as educated people themselves. They encouraged her to become educated, even though, again, not the most popular common things at the time to pursue higher education. But she did go to college to become a teacher. And she finished college, became a teacher, met her husband. And she went to um, an HBCU, a historically black college and university. Are you familiar with those? You know what those are? I am familiar. I don't think I could is it Howard one of them? Yeah. Like, yes. Okay. So yeah, like I've I've seen them. I don't know if, if I if I had to list is like a Jeopardy question, probably wouldn't do so great. <laughs> but right. I know that they exist and they've been around for a while. I didn't know it yep. was that that they've been around that long. That's great. Yes. So, yeah. so starting in the late 1800s, Congress actually mandated that all of the former Confederate states give land grants to universities so that the universities could start and educate African-American students. Because of course, at the time, segregation was still just fine. That was no right. problem. And so, so many obviously these- was hampering probably university level education across That's the board. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. There it is. There's the rest, you know? Yeah. yeah. But nevertheless, HBCUs, there's over 100 of them in the United States. Howard is one of them. Wow. They were incredibly important to the African-American community. It allowed them opportunities that they would not have had otherwise. And they were also allowed to have, or it created for them a sense of community that they probably would not have had attending a, a different type of university. And so they still play a very important cultural role, especially in the South. Most HBCUs are very, very affordable. And you do not have to be a person of color to attend them. Anyone can attend them. But I was looking up some of the average tuition costs of many HBCUs, and most of them are in the five to six, seven thousand dollar a year range. Very that's affordable. Colleges. Very affordable based yes. on where yeah tuition is tracking nowadays. Yeah, that's Absolutely. awesome. That's wonderful. So a lot of uh, HBCUs you know, like you would recognize some of the names, like you recognize Howard, but some schools like uh, Florida A&M, Kentucky State, Tennessee State, Virginia State, University of uh, District of Columbia, those are all HBCUs. Martin Luther King went to one. Okay, gotcha. See, I, I was thinking in my mind, they all needed to be private, but I guess no. that makes sense that they they also can be, they can partner, they can be state schools, but also yep. have the HBCU history. Designation, you know, that's right. Gotcha. That's right. Okay. Yeah. In fact, many of them are public schools. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, Anyway, lots of, you know, lots of civil rights leaders, Booker T. Washington, went to schools like this. So all that to say, Mildred Brown went to one of these schools and it really set sort of the foundation for who she became as an adult. She married her husband and they decided to move north. They moved to Chicago, they moved to Iowa, and they both worked in the newspaper industry. Her husband worked as a reporter or a writer for the newspaper. And she discovered, after she left teaching, she discovered that she had a knack for selling newspaper advertising. Just okay. she, her, her she, pers- was a, she was an ad woman. Yeah. And so yeah. yes, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. And she, she felt like everywhere I go, there are many obstacles in front of me. I have a lot of adversity, but dang it, everyone buys an ad for me. Like she felt really confident <laughs> in her ability. At the end of the day, people got to sell those, those, you know, those oats and those cereal <laughs> and the soap. And so, yeah, they'll, they'll come around. She was delightful. Like she was a lovely individual. And so you wanted 
to buy ads from her. You know what I mean? She made it so you wanted to help her. So in 1937, she and her husband received an invitation to work at a friend's newspaper in Omaha, Nebraska. And they worked there for a little while. And then she and her husband decided to start their own newspaper. One of the things that they really wanted to focus on when they started their own newspaper was that they could not see any positive reflections of their community being printed in regular news. Open a regular circulation newspaper in Omaha and see positive stories about the African-American community. All you saw were things like crimes, how upsetting it was that they were, you know, asking for rights and, you know, all of these things that they were working towards. You could not see any positive reflections. And so they set out from the very Mm. beginning to include positive stories about the African-American community in their newspaper. Yeah. And and kind of elevate, you know, those human interest stories and be intentional about it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And she actually got the idea for a newspaper from her pastor. Her pastor came to her and said, Mildred, God told me that you are supposed to start a newspaper and you are supposed to bring your community joy, happiness, and respect. And she said she laughed until she cried. Like, (laughs) no, like that's not like, okay. How about then? All right. God, God, I would love to see what God does with that. Then do you know how much work starting a paper is in the thirties? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. For a black family. To just right. be like, we're starting a newspaper here in- We're, we're, we're media moguls now. I'm sure it'll be really smooth sailing. Yeah. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? That's right. right. <laughs> so she laughed until she cried. And then later on, you know, like she never stopped ruminating on this idea. And I loved the idea that somebody can plant a seed for you that at the time you're like, heck no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. That is that's that's a funny a, joke. That's yeah. a funny joke you just told, but that seed gets planted and that little seed grew. And she eventually came around to the idea and said, you know what? I am young. I have a car and people buy my ads everywhere I go. I think I could do it. So it wow. went from laugh till you cried to like, maybe I could do that. Um, I love the idea that you can see something in somebody else and tell them about it. Even if they never act on that. Just uh, call it out. Yeah. Just be like, you are so fantastic at this. I really think you should do that. And even if they never do it, great. But you don't know what kind of impact you will have on the future of the world, just by planting that little seed for somebody. So she and her husband started the Omaha star and it was a weekly newspaper. It was not a daily newspaper. And it was really mostly a community newspaper. The first edition, they printed 6,000 copies of, which I felt like that's pretty ambitious. Yeah. That's a decent run in terms of circulation. Yes. For a brand new newspaper geared towards a specific community, the North Omaha Black community, that's ambitious. I like it. And they sold each newspaper for 10 cents. And she took 
a bunch of children from her neighborhood that had bicycles, specifically boys in the like 10 to 12 year old age range. And she hired all of them to be her newspaper carriers. I was going to say, tell me that we have a Newsies image going here that this is happening. We're opening the gates in season the day. Okay, great. (laughs) Yep, yep. And she posed for a picture with all of these boys with their baskets full of newspapers on their bicycles. And they went out and delivered the papers. And I just love that image. She was such a lovely woman. I love seeing her picture with all these young boys. And this was what she wrote in the very first edition of the Omaha Star. She said to the citizens of Omaha, it is with profound pleasure that the Omaha Star Publishing Corporation and organization of energetic, well-trained journalistic minds give to you this day a paper of the people and for the people. And I was like, mm, that's a it. good line. Mildred. That's a good line. <laughs> I loved it. I so love that. <laughs> she also thought to herself, what an interesting time in America that I can own and run a newspaper, but I cannot ride at the front of the street, sit in any restaurant I choose, but I can run an entire newspaper. That is, is, doesn't that seem weird? Doesn't, doesn't that, that, you know, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. What's not, what's not cool here? What doesn't jive here with this picture, you know, and what should we do about it? Yeah. Yeah, precisely. And she said a lot of people, especially in the white business community called us troublemakers. They said, you guys are nothing but troublemakers, but I just kept selling ads like mad. That's what Mildred said. There's no, there's no revenge sweeter than success. Right. Right. Yeah. For all the naysayers and the, and that, you know, haters got to hate out there. Just watch me, watch me sell, sell my ads, get with my newsies out here um, and make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We hear from a lot of interesting people on this podcast. And I know that I am always hungry for more. And what if you could learn from the world's best all in one place? Guess what? You can. With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best. Masterclass is the only streaming platform where you can learn and grow with over 200 of the world's best instructors. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to every instructor. And you can access Masterclass on your phone, your computer, your smart TV, even in audio modes, you can listen to it like a podcast. I know that when I watch Doris Kearns Goodwin, that first of all, I'm going to be getting fantastic information, that the production level is going to be incredible. And then I'm going to walk away feeling smarter and more informed than I was before. Right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com slash Sharon. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash Sharon. Masterclass.com slash Sharon. We have all had embarrassing moments where something didn't smell quite right. And if you have any children or people in your lives who have stinky toes, stinky feet, and those stinky shoes pile up by the door of your house, and then when people come over, they're like, um... Your house smells weird. There's a solution for that, and it is not necessarily spraying down your house with disinfectant. It is taking care of the smell at the source by using Lumi on places like 
the people in your house's stinky feet. It is a whole body deodorant. It is safe to use anywhere on your body. It was created by a doctor who saw firsthand how stinky feet and other body parts are often misdiagnosed as problems when in reality you could just use a product like Lumi and it would take care of the issue. It has been clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code SHARON at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SHARON. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have stress in our life. Absolutely. It's unavoidable. It's just part of the human experience. But some of us have more than others, and some of us handle it better than others. Some of us really keep it bottled up, and it can start to affect us negatively. I would imagine at some point in your life, you can relate to this, right? And therapy is a safe space to be able to get some of these things off your chest. And that is why so many people find benefit in speaking to a qualified professional. If you're thinking about starting therapy for something like managing your stress, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Sharon today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Sharon. She also had a policy of she would not sell ads to any business that would not hire people of color. Like you want to be in my newspaper, you better, you better act right. We have standards and you need to be giving opportunities to the entire community. You shouldn't just take our money as customers, but refuse to hire us as employees. That's not okay. She and her husband divorced in the 1940s and she began running the newspaper by herself. And this is what the president of the National Newspaper Association said about her. Mildred does little things for little people that make them proud of what they have done. For that moment, the little person is big in the eyes of the community and the community smiles upon them. And I was like, dang, that is good. That's just what a a paper, I think a small community paper strives to be is that is like focus on the person on the community and you show up for the people that you care about and serve them. I mean, that's beautiful. I mean, like, you know, journalists get that tattooed on your heart. I know (laughs) she does little things for little people that make them proud of what they have done. And you know what, that is something that I feel like we could all work towards that. We don't have to run a newspaper to do that for other people. We don't have to have a large arsenal of 12 year old boys delivering our words to the homes of other people. We can every day in our own lives strive to do little things for little people that make them proud of what they've done and proud of who they are. I love that. Yeah. Just those everyday opportunities to elevate, you know, in our interactions with others, 
what choice do we have? You know, the That's choice right. to smile, to give grace, to assume the best, to uplift, to encourage. Um, yeah, lots of little, little choices that add up to a better life for all of us. Yeah. That's right. I also really love that she focused on what we call in psychology, you know, that idea of positive feedback. One of the ways to create change is to positively reinforce what it is you want to see. So she would run stories about businesses who did not discriminate. She wrote a story saying the store Woolworths does not discriminate in its hiring policies. It hired people according to their ability. And that is how Woolworths is putting democracy in action. So she was giving these businesses this positive reinforcement in an effort to convince other businesses to do the same. So in the 1950s, she joined this group called the Deporas Club, which was started by a Catholic priest. And it was made up of high school students and students at Creighton University. And it was a group that was aimed at ending discrimination and racism in the Omaha community. They organized things like boycotts, where if a business was refusing to hire people of color, that they would let the readers of the newspaper know, listen, we would like them to change this practice. So let's not reward them until they change the practice. She had a very unique viewpoint on civil rights in that, yes, she did some sit-ins. Yes, there were protests, things along those lines, but she really focused on positive reinforcement and leveraging the economic power of her community to ask corporations to change their behavior. So one historian talked about her saying the Deporas Club was a group that focused on the economic standpoint of things like segregation and discrimination, where their goal was to get these businesses, not to get them to say, hey, we have had a complete change of heart. Oh my gosh, the way we used to think was totally wrong. Um, I don't believe that anymore because you know that that would just be performative and fake, right? You you know that that, that, that's going to come probably later down the line. But what you can do is strongly encourage them to hire everybody. And by encouraging them to hire everybody, you're also lifting up your own community, creating more economic opportunities for your own. Better wages, better housing opportunities, you know, healthcare, it all, it all tracks, you know, all the rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah, that's right. So she continued running the Omaha star newspaper. Eventually the Deporas club got kicked out of Creighton university. They were like, you guys are too much trouble. The leaders of Creighton felt like this is too much activism. It's too much activism for us. It makes us look bad. It's going to hurt us with the donors. Uh, You guys cannot be a club on campus anymore. And so they had another office for a time, but ultimately she said, why don't you guys just come meet here at the newspaper? I'll give you space at the newspaper. By the way, she lived in an apartment in the newspaper building. And the newspaper building, the Omaha Star building is now on the National Register of Historic Places because of the impact of Mildred and also the impact of the DePores Club, which met at her newspaper and also the impact of the newspaper on her community. So she continued to be such a powerhouse in her community that during her tenure of running this newspaper alone, she racked up over 150 community service awards, which I was like, dang, 
I have won zero community service awards. <laughs> way to, gosh, way to make us feel all like a bunch of underachievers, Mildred. I mean, right. she had to have like a spreadsheet, right? Like, how do you, you know, or how do you keep track of all exactly. your awards? Like, I mean, I need a new room for all my medals, for my that's honorary great. doctorates and stuff. Like, yeah, that's, that's right. Yes. That's high I class love that. Problem. I yeah. love it. Listen, I know if you pick up any kind of beauty magazine or you follow an influencer, there's like a new skincare product every single day of the week. And it can be really difficult to know which ones to even try, like which one is worth your money. And if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, you might be excited to know that one of today's sponsors is OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy. No complicated routines, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. The secret is OneSkin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. I especially like the eye cream. It's not too thick where you feel like it's going to clog all your pores, but it goes on really, really nicely under makeup. For a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase using the code SHARON when you check out at oneskin.co. That's O-N-E-S-K-I-N dot C-O. Try OneSkin and enjoy younger, healthier skin without all the extra steps. That's oneskin.co, code SHARON. 150 community service awards. And she became so well-known that both the president of the United States and the vice president of the United States, Linda Johnson and Hubert Humphrey became friends with her. And Lyndon Johnson eventually awarded her a goodwill ambassadorship to East Germany as wow. like, this is who we want as a representative of the United States in the 1960s, a time of incredible upheaval, a time of incredible tumult, assassinations of presidents and right. uh, Martin Luther King. This woman- Trying to get to space, all the things. Yeah, like, yes, yeah. right, right. <laughs> busy. It's a lot of on the agenda. <laughs> That's right. Yes. But this woman represents the best of America was Mildred Brown. And so she got to travel extensively as a goodwill ambassador, went to East Germany as a goodwill ambassador. I just love that she gained not just local Omaha recognition, but national recognition for the impact she had on her community, the impact she had on uh, civil rights. One example is the Omaha streetcar company which was going to be chartered by the city, that their hiring practices made it so that they would not hire 
many people of color. And she just felt like, how can the city of Omaha, the government of Omaha be okay with this idea that not right. all citizens can even apply for the job. And it was directly through her work and the work of the DePores Club that the city agreed to change their practices and required the streetcar company to hire all people. And she did the same things with Coca-Cola bottling and a variety of other big businesses at the time was able to use her influence that she had gained by building up all of this tremendous amount of goodwill and community service, this idea that she was very beloved in her community. She was able to leverage that into creating actual lasting real change for right. her community and for the community at large, because of course the rest of the community is made better by having that diversity. It's not and having just people well represented and having, you know, all of us having access to this opportunity and us being able to engage. I love that. Like you said, she, she had this personal capital she had built up by, by working so hard and being so well in her field. And there's lots of things that you can do when you get to that point with kind of your personal capital. And this is what she wanted to spend it on. This is what was I love meaningful it. to her. I love it. Yes. And so she eventually passed away in 1989. As I mentioned, she lived in an apartment in the Omaha star building. She died in the Omaha star building. Like that building began, became hers. hers. It was hers. And you can still go online and see pictures of it. I, I love the sign that they have outside. It's one of those, you know, like a small street, almost like a main street USA type situation. And then the sign is one of those signs that hangs sideways off the building that, you know, like lights up. And like says, the marquee letter. Star. Yes, yes. Yes. I love the sign so much. After she died, her niece continued to publish the newspaper. The newspaper still exists. You can go and it is the longest running newspaper owned by an African-American woman that was started in the 1930s, still exists today. It now, of course, has digital versions and some people still choose to get tangible copies delivered to their house. Um, they've opened a copy center where members of the community can come get all their copies made and all of their you know, stapling. And they, they've expanded their, the types of services they offer to the community. And she owned a couple of buildings nearby as well. And in one of the vacant lots nearby, I just love this, they put a strolling garden that was dedicated to her with a, like a bronze bust statue of her with her hat and her corsage. And it's like the Mildred Brown strolling garden. I'm like, oh, I hope someday that. I have a strolling garden. Right. I exactly. Get to go take a <laughs> stroll and think about legacy and what it means, yes. you know, gosh, yes, that's just lovely. I love it. And this is the part where I was like, when I was reading this, I'm like, can we get this on some t-shirts? This is the motto of the newspaper that I am just like, dang it. Why don't all organizations have this as their motto? This newspaper is dedicated to the service of the people and that no good cause shall lack a champion and that evil shall not thrive unopposed. I was like, ah, I Mildred, love it. Yes. Get that on freaking Pinterest. I mean, <laughs> come on. That's... that's right. Like, where are all of my Etsy home decor signs that say, <laughs> guys, come on, get put down the live, laugh, love, give it up. That's right. You know, that's right. Let it go. <laughs> We've That's got right. A new, we've got a new direction here. A new direction. Dedicated yes. to the service of the people that no good cause shall lack a champion and that evil shall evil. not thrive unopposed. There's someone there. It. There's someone, you know, not today. Not That's today. right. Get behind me, Satan. Mildred. 
No, yes. <laughs> Satan, you know? Yeah. Seriously. As Mildred, the, the fantastic hat lady. Yeah. That's right. And the friend of the president who started just, you know, as a young woman in Alabama who probably felt like she had limited options growing up. Here she is a goodwill ambassador to communist East Germany. Right. I imagine, <laughs> I imagine the Russians, you know, the Germans were really warm. I'm sure. Oh, you know, very. was super peachy keen. No <laughs> problems once she got over there. I mean, good on you. Mm. That's, that's so, yeah, for her, her life arc to end up there as an ambassador and then to come back and end in that building and her legacy mm. to go on and it to be a strolling garden. I love that. Isn't that that so great? She absolutely deserves to be remembered and she deserves a bigger place in history than she has. And so I just wanted to, I just wanted to bring her up. I just love Mildred. Love Mildred. Okay, guys. I mean, if we don't see Mildred rising up on the charts of baby names, like what are we even doing here? Come on. That's right. We have t-shirts that have the likenesses of various historic figures. You know, like my daughter has a Rosa Parks t-shirt and she has a Jane Goodall t-shirt and we need some Mildred Brown t-shirts with the hat and the We need Mildred merch. That's right. That's right. And it needs to say, it needs to say, her quote, the service of the people that no good cause shall lack a champion and no evil shall thrive on a post. Well, good thing. I, I, I know some folks. I know some folks who make t-shirts. I know some folks who make magazines. I will put in a good word. Let's please contact all of the people you represent as an attorney. I don't have the bandwidth to make this happen, but somebody say, Hey, to... I got a hot tip for you. That's right. Someone needs to be making this. Okay. That's right. This stuff, this, this woman's awesome. And we, we need more of this. We need more of that kind of indomitable spirit. Yes. Yeah. This is the energy we need moving into 2022. This is, this is what it is. This is the yeah. energy we need. Like let's carry this spirit moving forward. Totally. I love it. Yes. Well, tell everybody how to find you, Brittany, because if you are a small business owner, you are a creative entrepreneur, you want to get into being an influencer, or you're thinking about starting a business, you need to be legally legit. You cannot just be over here taking all kinds of money under the table and getting into all kinds of trouble. Yeah, Um, We got to listen to MC Hammer. I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, when in doubt, that's where you should be getting your business advice, you know, be too legit to quit. Um, (laughs) I am, I'm Brittany Rattel um, on Instagram is where I like to hang out. Cause I'm kind of like Ariel. I want to be where the people are and my people are on <laughs> Instagram. So um, that's where you can find me. And I've also got a podcast because I know my listeners are busy. You know, they can listen on the go about licensing or running an event or how about, how do you do books? You know, um, how do you do an online course while they're on the go? Um, and then I also sell contract templates because not everyone needs one-on-one lawyer. Sometimes they just need a good solid template to get them started and get them on the right foot. So yes, yes. I love it. Those are all linked on my stuff, BrittanyRattel.com. This was fantastic. I always love to see you and I love, I love Mildred and I expect to see her name on some Etsy merch. You please make it happen. I will make it happen. I will, I will send out, I will put it on. Bat call. Use use my channels, put out the bat signal for sure. Like, look guys, Mildred, I, let's, it's, she's indoor plumbing. She's going to be huge. Okay. She's going to be, that's right. She's an unsung hero of the 20th century. So Absolutely. again, how, how wonderful of her, how great she worked on the cause that she believed in and mm. also used her talents and gifts. And, mm. uh, 
I mean, I, I like that because, you know, we, it's, it's fun to hate media nowadays and journalism, you know, it's a, it's a trendy thing, but there's a lot of good things to remember about what mm. can be done with the power of the press in the right a, way. A hundred percent. And she felt like that absolutely running a newspaper helped further the cause of her community. It helped create civil rights because if you don't have a means to communicate with your community, what is going on behind closed doors that people have no idea about? The media is actually incredibly important. Well, thank you, thank you, and we will talk soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Sharon Says So podcast. I am truly grateful for you. And I'm wondering if you could do me a quick favor. Would you be willing to follow or subscribe to this podcast or maybe leave me a rating or a review? Or if you're feeling extra generous, would you share this episode on your Instagram stories or with a friend? All of those things help podcasters out so much. I cannot wait to have another mind blown moment with you next episode. Thanks again for listening to the Sharon Says So podcast.